happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In our current series, we're walking through the Psalms, focusing not only on what they say, but also on how they are an expression of worship. We are noting how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who he is and what he has done. We point out the greatness of God and recognize his faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we praise God, learn of him, and celebrate his goodness. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures, focusing today on Psalms 96. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. I am Kim Miller alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. And we are so happy that you have chosen to spend the next few moments with us as we just walk through Psalms 96. But before we do that, Erica, would you pray for us, please? Our kind and most gracious, our Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the gift that it is to sit down with friends and talk about your word. I thank you, Lord, for the Psalms, and I thank you, Lord, that you directed our hearts to walk through these Psalms on our podcast, and I thank you, Lord, just for the gift that it is to have your word in our lives, to have your word, Lord, as a, as a resource, Lord, as, 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 as the authority, Lord, as, as the measure of who you are in our lives. Lord, I just pray that you would just be with us. We invite you into this time. We ask, Lord, that as we read through this psalm together, that you would just pour into our hearts uh, the, the words that you would have us to say, the, the information that you want to come across in this podcast. And more importantly, Lord, I pray for all those that will listen. Lord, I ask that as they hear this psalm and as they sit down themselves and read it, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts about exactly what you have for them. Thank you, Lord, that we can have the confidence that you are continuing to work on us and that we can have the confidence that as we come before your word, that you will meet us there and that you will speak to our hearts and bring to our minds the things that we have need of when we have need of them. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for the gift of your word. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm going to read the first half of Psalms 96, and then Erica will follow that and open us up with a walk through this scripture. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all thy earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. 
Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and, of, and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Amen. Wow, that is that is that really is such a powerful psalm. So let's let's go back to the beginning. So the first two verses of this psalm are commandments to us to sing unto the Lord, right? To come before the Lord. They say, you know, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. It's a command to worship, right? It's a command to sing praises to the Lord. We're not just singing for the purpose of singing. We're not worshiping for the purpose of worshiping. We're worshiping as an expression of our love and our gratitude to him. Right? It's singing has a direction and it goes to Jesus. Right? We are singing to him. And I love that, you know, we're to sing to him a new song. There is always something new about which we should be praising the Lord. Right? The, the, it says, sing unto the Lord all the earth. We're all supposed to be praising the Lord. I love that passage in the New Testament when, um, when Jesus is coming into Jerusalem and it says that, you know, the people were praising him, but even if they didn't, the rocks would have cried out. Yes. Like all the earth declares who God is. We, it's, it's all declaring God's character and his presence here. So all the earth needs to be worshiping back to him. And verse 2 talks about how we bless his name, right? We are, we are singing to him and praising him and blessing his name, giving his name. And we are showing forth his salvation from day to day, right? We are singing about who God is and what God has done in our lives. And the greatest gift he's ever given us is his salvation, Right, is the salvation he's gifted us with, and we need to be singing that in praise back to him. I also believe that in this passage where he says, show forth his salvation from day to day, the Bible says that, behold, old things are passed away and all things are become new, that we are new creatures in him. And I believe the psalmist David is telling us that when we have the salvation of the Lord, it should show in our lives. Oh, yes. We should be different than the world. And then verse three, it, as we are showing that, we are to be declaring his glory, right? We're be declaring who God is among the heathen and his wonders among all people, right? We're supposed to be declaring who God is and declaring the things that he does. And verse four is clear. It says, for the Lord is great and he's greatly to be praised and he's to be feared above all gods. And that's got that little G, right? Because there are so many things in our lives that become gods to us. So many idols that we have. But I love that he says <clears throat> to declare his glory. That's what a testimony does. Mm -hmm. A testimony is a statement 
of what God has done in your life. And you know, people say, I don't know what to say to the Lord about the Lord. I don't know how to witness to somebody else. Everybody has a story. God has done things for you. And you don't have to talk about a story about he's done 40 years ago. He is daily and instantly and constantly interacting with you. If you will allow him and doing great miraculous things in your life and blessing you with so many things, you can just have it in every conversation about who God is and how great he is and what he's done for you. That is what attracts people to Jesus. When they see him real and high and lifted up and alive and well in your life, that's when they say, I want what that girl has. I want what that boy has. I want what that woman has. I want to have a life with that kind of peace. It's because we tell them about his presence in our life. I think it's really important there that you talk about him being alive and active in your life because the alive and the active speaks to the presence of Jesus in our lives and the fact that he is in our lives, in all things, and in all ways. So I love that you said that it was all about a living and active faith because you, you as you were speaking, it made me think about um, so often we've had a conversation about making sure your, you know, your testimony is up to date, like what it is that you're declaring is up to date and includes things that, that have happened recently. Because when we share, when all we can tell someone is that we are saved, not to minimize that in, any, in anything, but it doesn't speak to the power of God daily in our lives. So I think we're here at verse five. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Right? All those around the psalmist as he was writing, all those other nations are worshiping something, but they are not worshiping God. Right? They are not worshiping the one true living God. The one who, let's go to the end of verse 5, made the heavens. Right, The one who is the creator. The one who is the authority of the supreme in all things is the only God there is. The rest of them are little idols that people have made. And he says that honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. And then it says, given to the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people, given to the Lord glory and strength. And I believe when we give ourselves to the Lord and submit and surrender to the Lord, that's how we give him his strength. He has control and reign over our lives. And he could take it at any moment, but he doesn't. He gives us a free will to choose to give it to him. And for God to have his glory and majesty in your life, you've got to give him control. And that, that verse 8 goes on to say that given to the Lord the glory due his name, right? That connects to verse 7, right? We're giving to the Lord what is due to him. But then I feel like there's a switch in verse 8 because it says, bring an offering and come into his courts. Then it's not just about worshiping him. It's about actually doing something, right? Bringing him an offering and physically bringing yourself to his courts, like coming to worship him with other people, like coming to church. And coming in front of him in prayer and coming in front of him reading, you know, the word of God. We are the church and we need to gather together. And sometimes it can be in the house of God. And sometimes it may be like you and I are doing right now in our own homes. But what we are doing 
is we are coming to the Lord and giving him his honor. And when it says bless his name, I think that means when we call ourselves Christians and say that we are Christ-like, we need to bring honor and glory to him with the way we live our lives. Verse 9 talks about worshiping the Lord and the beauty of his holiness, right? We worship him in who he is, right? It has nothing to do with us, and it's all about how he is holy. And in that, we worship him. And then it says, fear before, fear before him all the earth, right? And that's not a scared fear. That's not a scary fear, right? That's the reverence. Amen. And the understanding of who he is and that he, he is God. And then I think it comes back, right, to the, to the doing. It's, we're kind of coming back to what's in verse 3. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world shall also be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. We're supposed to tell people that it's God that reigns. And the judgment day is coming. Right, and that it's God that judges, and that he judges righteously. He judges fairly. 11 talks, you know, talks about how you know, the heavens rejoice, the earth is glad, the seas roar, and the fullness thereof. Right, Everything in this world, this creation of God, harkens back, speaks back to who God is. Our earth, it glorifies him. Right. It rejoices of him and in, in him and, and with him. They just bring honor to him. I love that verse 12 says, let the field be joyful. When I read that, I think of some sort of like super happy field, like a field of tulips or a field of sunflowers, right? Like some sort of just beautiful field. And I, now that I've said sunflowers, it always makes me think about how when you see a field of sunflowers, the actual flowers follow the sun. Absolutely. You know, they follow, that is joy right there. Like what is joy? Joy is keeping your face turned towards Jesus. Amen. And letting his light like shine on you. And you know, Erica, we were created in his image, the winds and the waves and the floods and the winds and the trees and mountains and all these things that without fail, give him glory. We're not made in his image. But we were, and we often fail to give him glory. That ought not be. That ought not be. Verse 13 talks about, from the end of 12 into 13, about, you know, even the trees of the wood are going to rejoice before the Lord. And they're rejoicing before the Lord, for he is coming. Right? That verse 13 says, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness. And the people with his truth. We have nothing to fear that are children of God because he does righteous things and we are righteous in him. He's imputed his righteousness in him. He who knew no sin, that we could be made the righteousness of God in him. We don't have to fear whether or not we're going to make it to heaven because he said, these things, little children, I've written that you may know and believe. We know, but we fear him in his reverence, knowing that our works on earth will be judged. But once we have received him as Savior, God will hold us, and no man will pluck us out of his hand. Praise the Lord. We know when he comes and judge, but I want to be the one that is standing there and being able to hand him crowns 
for works of righteousness that I, he enabled me to do and gave me opportunities. I don't want to be the one who's empty-handed because when he called, I wasn't ready, prepared, and willing. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Oh, my friends, we hope you have enjoyed Psalms 96 with us, and we look forward to going through the scriptures again with you in our next psalm. And we're just asking that you would let us know if these podcasts are a blessing to you, if you're being motivated to grow closer and deeper in your relationship, because that is our absolute prayer and our hope for you. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.